0: you <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to PSI Love You, XOXO, episode 37. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the new face of video games, Blessing, Eddie Jr. That's right, it's me, Greg. How's it going? I, you know, it's been a pretty boring day here in PlayStation yeah. land. So, I, No news. You know. I wish there was anything to talk about. I wish something had happened there. No, I'm kidding, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this is our post-show uh, to the PlayStation 5 showcase, giving you the release date and all the rundown of launch lineup games and launch window games and even 2021 20, late launch window games. I guess you want to call the window that window. But that's what not are you
1: saying? What do <laughs> you mean? <laughs>
0: I'm like, like stroke. <laughs> is happening. Come off. What I was basically doing, though, is doing what I always do when I forget that Andy's going to be on a show with me that he's not normally on, where I have to spin my tires while I open up a document so uh, I can go. Also joining PSI love you XOXO this week is the Hispanic heartthrob, Texas treat Latino heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds, the globe trotting headshot nitro rifle from twitch.tv, Andy Cortez.
1: Pleasure to be here with you all. What a fantastic, exciting afternoon. And I'm just exhausted already, dude. Oh, we have so
0: much more to do and talk about though. Don't get too... You got to get your stamina up. You know what I mean? Okay. I've been whipping this blessing into shape for a while now. You know what I mean? Because when we started, these two-hour PSI love yous were killing them. Now, if I wanted to, he could do push-ups on that bed this entire time and be podcasting. I could. I really could. And rounding out our quartet (laughs) of PlayStation fanatics, he, of course, is the Forbes 30 Under 30 winner, a.k.a. the second-best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. The
2: engaged one at Tim Geddes. Let's well, him host. I do not hear that PlayStation "I Love You" XOXO theme song enough. What a absolute banger! That yeah. th- we just watched an amazing conference with so many highs, and somehow. I'm even higher than I was right now talking to you guys, and I'm very excited about all of this. So much to break down. Let's get right to it.
0: Let's get to it right now. Before I give you any of the housekeeping, any of the rigmarole, of course, like I said earlier, this is a different kind of PS. I love you XOXO. This is happening right after the PlayStation 5 showcase, meaning that there's a lot of breaking news, a lot of Twitter chatter, a lot of blog posts going up. We are going through it. So inevitably, when we say something wrong at the start of this, give us till the end of
2: the show to correct ourselves before you write your mean YouTube comment. Just like the fact that right now popping off, Greg. Mm-hmm. biologist who i trust in the chat is saying that demon souls is a launch game
0: what that can that for me while i tell yeah. you this is P.S. I love you XOXO each and every week blessing and I come together to nerd out about PlayStation and bullshit around with you if you like that look for the show on Tuesday of course you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and get it early you can watch us record it as we record it you could ask questions you could get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every week however if you have no bucks to toss our way it's no big deal you can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe usually each and every Tuesday morning Be like our patreon producers mohammed mohammed aka momo uh, get healthy with hiram at gmail.com tom bach skin tight salmon jeffrey beep beep, beep 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 long julian the gluten-free gamer sancho west gaming james hastings our sponsor this week is upstart and marvel's avengers but we'll get to that later for now let's start with topic of the show which is the playstation 5 showcase that just happened Tim, do you have clarification on the Demon Souls for me?
2: I, I don't have clarification on Demon Souls, but I do have that Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales will be a launch title.
0: I have yes, yeah, uh, exactly on, on eleven, twelve, and eleven nineteen
2: everywhere else. Yeah, it is going to be there, and it'll also be on PlayStation Four.
0: Exactly, we're going to get to that part of it in a second. Right now, though, where I want to start is what is everyone's synopsis of this your review of this tim let's start with you the playstation 5 showcase here on september 16th 2020 revealing the release date and price of the playstation 5.
2: what are your thoughts i thought that that was as close to perfect as i could have ever imagined a conference to be but some bewildering exceptions mm. I, like all this information that is fact right now why wasn't that in there <laughs> It should have been extremely clear in what we just watched that Miles Morales is a launch title. We should know our pre-order information. And we definitely, if Demon Souls is a launch title, should have known that. Like yeah. some, some very bizarre choices uh, with that. But otherwise, <laughs> man, this isn't a competition. We're not talking about Xbox versus PlayStation here. At least I'm not. I'm talking about what PlayStation just showed me and how much they sold me even more. And sold, like, I think that there's an argument to be made now of just like with the PlayStation Plus collection that they have there, I get... People being like, well, I already own all those games. It's like, yeah, but there's a ton of people that don't. There's a ton of people that don't have a PlayStation 4. And now this is just even more incentive for them to to go to PS5 this next time. Uh, But on top of that, Final Fantasy 16 exclusive, Mm -hmm. I would have never Mm -hmm. called that in a million years. I never thought they'd go back to that. To insert right here,
0: the breaking news about Demon Souls as a launch title comes from none other than Jeff Keeley, who tweets "Demon Souls is a launch title for PlayStation 5, <laughs> to which Jeff. Austin Walker uh, responds. Of course, Austin Walker from Waypoint Vice Gaming uh, says, Jeff, why are you better at this than Sony? <laughs> <Good question. laughs> which is true. I also saw our, our, our boy Imran Khan out there going for an event that was supposed to answer every question we sure have a shitload of questions
3: yeah jeff jeff keighley literally just tweeted 41 seconds ago so you're probably wondering pre, about pre-orders which is making me think that like
0: maybe he yeah. has pre-order yeah. information like i don't know what playstation is doing that jeff keep keighley- it locked to jeff keighley and his summer yeah, game it Fest as it continues to roll i'm cont- continuing i imagine pre-order information is about to go up on the playstation blog which is why i'm refreshing that uh that seems like not how I would have messaged the uh, pre-information but we will see. Uh blessing what was your uh read here? What is your synopsis of the PlayStation 5? I thought it was a,
3: I thought it was a really uh really well put together presentation. Like the pacing it was great. The graphics of course, like it had all the same things that made that June presentation great. The the games were awesome, like getting Final Fantasy 16 and having that be something that is getting me excited for uh as somebody who historically I'm not like a huge final fantasy person like i've tried i know i've mentioned this on shows before but i've tried to play like final fantasy 13 i couldn't get into it try to play 14 couldn't get into it that much um and like final fantasy 7 remake was the one this last year that got me to sure. really be like okay this is now something special to me to see the trailer for final fantasy 16 and to see uh to see it be something that gets me really excited and hyped, like, I, I that's awesome and I think that's probably going to speak to so many other people who might have got into Final Fantasy 7 Remake the same way and see this and go, oh, I recognize some of these elements. Oh, this story looks cool. This world looks cool. And now I'm I'm integrated into the Final Fantasy ecosystem, if you will. Like, that's really cool. Harry Potter is really cool. Like, seeing the gameplay for Miles Morales is really cool. They had a lot of great stuff here. I'm with Tim, though, that there was some uh, bewildering choices as far as like things that were left out um like where are the pre-orders why was it announced that uh miles morales was a launch title if it is like where was that some of those choices i feel are kind of weird um i wish we got more ui stuff like i wish there was some sort of deep dive into hey this is what the menus look like this is what this is what your playstation experience is going to be as you dive into your system and get acquainted with it like i'm i, Again, I feel like it's weird that that stuff was missing
0: Oh, I don't. I think this one has to be such a high level. Hey, we're trying to appeal to everybody with a broad person. That's definitely stuff we care about on this nerdy ass show. But I think outside of that, that's why I think you just put that on a PlayStation blog. Don't get me wrong. I would have loved a full blown demo. They're sitting there talking, walking through it. I just think trophies and UI and all that will be
1: relegated to the PlayStation blog. Yeah, I kind of I kind of agree. When you get into that stuff, that's where the show really will slow down for uh, a lot of people who have been getting hit left and right with awesome trailer after awesome trailer then if you do slow down the show and say you know hey guys here's what the ui looks like and with your friends list you could do blah blah blah. i think that's a different show i think that's a different presentation if it even is a presentation maybe it's just that you i mean goes i have it, more it, breaking
0: information jeff keely has tweeted per sony playstation 5 pre-orders will be available starting tomorrow at selectory holy shit oh wow so there wow. you go be on the lookout for. But that. yeah, Why
3: I, wouldn't, I mean, e- but this even stuff. That, right, like even without the UI stuff, which I think that, that stuff is going to end up being a PlayStation blog post, you know, or like a YouTube video or something. Mm. I personally, for the kind of gamer I am and, I, and the kind of gamer that I know exists out there, I feel like that stuff would be awesome to see as part of a presentation. Maybe not this presentation because you're going for a very specific thing of game after game after game after game. But I feel like you should have a time and place for that. Like it seems like I don't think PlayStation is going to make a time and place for that. As, as far as like a sit down, we're going to talk you through this stuff, we're going to talk about the nerdy stuff with you, that seems like it's going to be a, a PlayStation blog, which I necessarily don't, I don't necessarily prefer, but I get it. Um, sure. But yeah, I do wish they they were more, they, they had more um, uh, specification when it came down to pre-orders and different stuff like that. And then also with the the PlayStation Plus collection, I think it's a cool thing for folks who didn't have a PS4 uh, who are coming into the PS5 new, even though I don't know how big that audience is, though I know those, mm-hmm. pe- those people exist. Um, but overall, like, the the way that was posed it made it seem like it was going to be more of a game pass ish kind of thing and i wish it was and it makes me lose hope that we're going to get more of a um a direct competitor to game pass cuz like when i look at playstation plus i'm like or playstation plus collection i'm like yeah. all right how many of these games are available through PlayStation plus already? If I had that subscription and I downloaded these games,
0: a quick Mm -hmm. full timeout, Tim, I know you have something to chime in here, Andy. I still want your recap of this thing before we get into it. But if we're going to get into this PlayStation plus collection, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the entire thing, ladies and gentlemen, the PlayStation plus collection was announced at the end. It's a new PlayStation five benefit. Uh, It's going to be PlayStation four games uh, that'll be available at launch that you can download and play basically with your PlayStation plus membership. Uh, This included God of war, bloodborne monster hunter, uh final fantasy 15 fallout 4 mortal Kombat, i forget which one uncharted 4 x it was okay Uh, ratchet and clank days gone until dawn detroit battlefield 1 infamous second son batman arkham knight the last guardian the last of us remastered persona 5 and resident evil 7 again these are the playstation 4 versions of these games that will be uh available to be downloaded and played when you get it thanks to your playstation plus uh subscription so yeah and i need to go back and look at it as we said too there hasn't been a blog post up i'm not I know the download part. Did it say stream to, or was it just download? Does anybody just said download? Thank you very much. Uh, and so to your point then blessing that this isn't a direct competitor to game pass, but it kind of is trying to be Tim. What did you have to say on that?
2: Well, I was just going to say like, it like, bless what did you expect from this or what would you want sony to do because would you ever expect them to put their exclusives day and date on a no service like this because no but I, w-
3: I i do want an expanding library though like i want them to combine ps now with ps plus and make that a, a cool thing right And make those games available to to download like that's pretty much the whole thing i know ps now you can download games but this as an offer as something that is that i don't i don't want to keep saying that it's post against game pass because i don't I don't think they they necessarily are trying to make it like a one one on one comparison, but it being called PlayStation Plus collect collection makes it feels feel like it is being posed as that. And like you know, in comparison, I, I like during the showcase you mentioned, like you know, look at these games compared to what's on Game Pass. Game Pass has Xbox first party games coming out over the next few years. Game Pass has a great selection of indie games and third third party games. And yeah, like PlayStation Plus Collection has you know, a good amount of games that, you know, if you miss them, sweet, get Ratchet and Clank, get Days Gone, get The Last Guardian. But if you're around for the PS4 generation, you probably already played these games or you probably already made up your mind on if you want to play these games or not, or you probably already own them through PlayStation Plus. And so like, if you're coming in new to PlayStation 5, that's a great deal for you if you want to get PlayStation uh, Plus, but it's not, it doesn't strike me as something that's like exciting.
2: I want to be clear that what I was saying is I'm comparing it to Eng Pass right now. What that what the games that are currently on game pass right now not what's going to be mm. compared to what they just offered it's like when we're talking about the quality of those games it's like that's an insane collection and like going back to the playstation vita instant game collection thing it's just like that it's just uh i don't think that this is going to sell anybody like specifically on a playstation 5 but i do think it's going to push a lot of people over that are trying to question especially like xbox people that are like i didn't have a playstation 4 so these games being free on ps plus before didn't mean anything to me it's yeah. like that's just this is just such a great bonus of just like they're there like, yeah that's the, so the, many games
1: it's the idea that this is just sort of a little bonus right like they this uh, this hasn't been teased any at any time in the past right like yeah. I, we didn't know about right. this, this is so, a the, ad- thing, so yeah. the idea that this is just something that sony's saying, here, have this as well. Like, we're just tacking this on to whatever you're going to be paying for PS Plus. I think it is pretty huge. I think the quality of games is super high in that list. And, I, I mean, the the collection, I think, will keep on growing. I don't think that's, that by any means... it's going to keep I
3: on growing. It seems like this is it. Because the way the way they they phrased it and posted it is, hey, this is your way to play the best games on PS4, or from PS4. Which makes me think that this, like, unless you're going to keep growing PS4 titles in that collection, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a PS5 thing.
0: Yeah, how long it sticks around, we don't know, right? Right now, I'm reading off uh, Mike, uh, Mike uh, Minotti over at uh, GameSpeed. PlayStation Plus Collection brings PlayStation 4's biggest hits to PlayStation 5. PlayStation Plus Collection gives PlayStation Plus subscribers access to a catalog of PlayStation 4 games that they can download to their PlayStation 5. This includes, and he goes on like this, looks to be about a bit of a backwards compatibility solution. But yeah, we don't have anything yet, and I don't have any official press release from PlayStation talking about, hey, this is what this is and why it matters right now um andy what was your overall read before we get any more into the weeds as we i thought really it
1: was i thought it was a fantastic show it was yeah. just it was hit after hit um when we got to when we got towards the end i do feel like you know obviously they're ending with Fortnite. and you're wondering what can they end with it sort of reminds me of the of during microsoft's conference where we're wondering all right well if they showed this what's going to be at the end sure, 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 sure. I, I probably would have i don't know i think ending on god of war is such a huge note like you don't You don't obviously need to show gameplay. You just need to tease it and get people excited. I think that's huge. But the idea that it was just fucking banger after banger. I mean, like Harry Potter, like Kevin nailed it. Where at the end, Kevin goes, holy fuck, I forgot they showed Harry Potter. Like that game's going to be massive. And it's just such an easy thing to kind of forget because everything else that followed it was also awesome and huge and hype. And uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I was just so entertained the whole damn way. Great show, dude
0: yeah i thought it was awesome as well i think they opened so incredibly strong you know what i mean to have final fantasy 16 then into miles morales gives the first look at that demo which fucking sang and we'll get to in a little bit i know uh and then right into harry potter which is another big announcement right then i mean, think i you know personally i would have said that you know black ops cold war was a dip but it's still even though it's not a game i'm going to play it looked fucking rad we were all freaking out that
1: looked like the fast and the furious right that part where they're chasing so down a crossroads should have been
2: bed.
0: Yeah, exactly right, and the
1: kills were cool. Yeah, the idea that uh, that's like one of the low points, you know. <laughs> yeah, right,
0: mm. and yeah, that's the thing is you just have this. I don't even want to say middling period. You just have a period where you get into more specialized tastes, where games aren't going to be for everybody, but they still look impressive or have a cool stuff attached to them. so Then yeah, come out of it with Fortnite PlayStation Collection, and then into it. So yeah, I thought it was good. You know, the, the last question I asked before we went it went live was, you know are we going to be disappointed? And I'm not disappointed with this. This is a great showing. I think as we're going to talk about here in a second, as we go through the recap of it, fucking weird that Jeff Keighley's telling you Demon Souls is a launch title. Weird that Jeff's telling, I mean, shout out to Jeff, but weird that like PlayStation didn't have that or the pre-order information in there. And how much longer are we waiting for that? Uh, right now, Hold on, what's that? Now Jeff Keely is also saying, so he has his person, PlayStation year. 5 pre-orders, yeah, like that, will be available starting tomorrow at select retailers. Note, I'm hearing some retailers may make inventory available today as well. Stay tuned. So that's Keely right there, talking about oh. that. Uh, as we continue to monitor and watch that situation again, or the show will grind to a halt if we have to pre-order our things right now. Yeah, okay. Now PlayStation has responded to its own threat here, going PS5 pre-orders will be available starting as early as tomorrow at Select Retailers. So stay tuned. Does that mean 1201? Does that mean 12 in your time zone? Does that mean 9 o'clock here on the West Coast? Does that mean 10 a.m. tomorrow morning? Hopefully someone will know at some point so you know when you can buy the goddamn thing. I digress. Let's recap from the top and we can discuss as we go, right? Uh, the event starts and it's Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, it talks about Shiva coming, uh, Creative Business Unit 3, uh, some guy named Joshua, and it's a PlayStation console exclusive. Tim, you're a huge cool. Final Fantasy fan. What did all this do for you?
2: Um, I mean, look, right before this started, I was saying, I was like, if Final Fantasy 16 is announced, I hope it's not this like fantasy based stuff. And that's exactly what it was. This seems to be uh, in the Final Fantasy 14 world, or at least a very similar world. I'm not that well versed in that stuff. Uh, this looks really rad. And I think the most important thing is that it's exclusive. Like, that is such a huge, crazy thing when you look at this conference as a whole, where it wasn't just third-party exclusives and first-party exclusives and just third-party big announcements like Harry Potter. It was a little bit of everything. And I think starting with Final Fantasy, uh, specifically a core Final Fantasy title, being exclusive and it's not Final Fantasy seven Remake, Like the fact that that isn't pure exclusive to PlayStation, uh, or at least it won't be at some point, but this is, is, is so shocking to me. Uh, I think it looked a little rough graphically and it, it seems kind of early. I, I didn't think that that was necessarily a this is next gen showcase title. And I think that's really evidenced by seeing Demon Souls at the end of this being such a similar kind of, you know, Knights of the Round Table type vibe to it. Um, but man, Final Fantasy 16 is real. Like the, the drought of not getting a core Final Fantasy title announcement, the longest drought we've ever had is, is finally over and the national nightmare <laughs> exactly and and a story-wise there was a lot of really interesting things that they were talking about there it seems like the characters are linked to the different summons and that seems cool seeing the the logo it looks like valfor fighting Ifrit. And i'm like that that could be a really fucking cool story mechanic that can obviously translate into some amazing gameplay moments because the combat looked fun it, and it definitely looked like a uh kind of culmination of everything that they've learned from the other Final Fantasy games uh, uh in the last decade in a way that Final Fantasy 7 remake already kind of did but in the way that 7 remake melded it with the original Final Fantasy 7 turn-based style this looks like it's taking what they learned from 15 and uh the others and really just being like cool here's the next version of that
1: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and and I'm stoked about that dude cuz again I am not traditionally a Final Fantasy fan I've I was never into a lot of turn-based games growing up Except for Pokemon, but the like when Fifteen came out and showcased this sort of a this real time combat, it's flashy, it's over the top, it's super sick. And then Seven Remake came out, I loved that. I am so in on this. I don't know a damn thing. Like Tim, you could look at me in the eyes right now. Look at me in the eyes. Tell me who Ifrit is. I don't fucking know, dude. But it's I'm gonna a fire play this. guy. He's a oh, fire guy. Oh, fire the, eyes. He's this the first in the be boxing remake. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, he's the yeah. big old fireman. But it, like I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to play this game cuz it's I thought I thought it looked gorgeous. I thought the combat looked really fun and flashy and all the sort of teleportation stuff that I really dug with uh Homeboy with the black hair and 15. One of the hot mm-hmm. dudes. I forgot his name. Um yeah, I just it's really exciting and I'm super stoked. I think um I kind of agree with you Tim where visually it still looks like a current gen game. It still kind of looked like a really, really high end PS4, Xbox One X title. But I think when I still think of improvements, you know, we've got to I'm sure we'll see load time improvements. We'll see all sorts of things that are happening in the back end that aren't the sexy stats, but the ones that really add to the gameplay experience. So I'm, I'm excited for that
3: yeah this game the the trailer kind of spoke to me from like a basic bitch pr- perspective because
0: yeah why did all- it speak to you because you were talking about like you, you were freaking out for it and saying you're you can't believe that you're into it is it just based on the experience you had with seven the remake I, it, it's it's half based on the experience that i had with seven
3: remake and it, and half it honestly is like i just liked everything i saw and heard from the trailer like visually okay. it was just very stunning what they did what they were doing tonally there like really spoke to me and like i know if, I historically i'm not necessarily a, a big fantasy person like when it comes to hard fantasy, like I'm not a Lord of the Rings kind of person, but the stuff that they've you done with be, Final though. Fantasy, I mean, I don't know if I could be. <laughs> I like, but the, you could I, be. I, I do like that stuff in in certain instances, right? Like Harry Potter, I really like. Legend of Zelda, I, I really like. Final Fantasy VII, you know, I've really liked. And uh, I think there, I think the way in which Final Fantasy tackles fantasy speaks more so to me than like traditional fantasy. Or uh, edgy. If that makes sense. Yeah, like I like or the edginess edgy. of it. Right. I like the anime of it like all that speaks to me and tonally, visually everything in this trailer spoke to me on like a basic bitch like I, I'm just I'm enjoying everything I'm seeing, even though I'm not necessarily getting yet. I'm not getting all the meat of the experience yet. But
0: we'll see. I thought the combat looks great. And I mean, that's coming off seven really selling me on it. Uh, I thought the world looked cool. It looked, you know, gothic and like dark kind of thing. You're funny, all those things. The summons look nice. Uh, yeah, it looked cool. I'm not like jonesing to play it the way you are, bless. But I think that speaks to what the impact that Final Fantasy Seven Remake had in terms of attracting new fans and maybe even fans of old stuff. Right. Um, up next was Spider Man, Miles Morales, and holy fucking shit! What a fucking demo, right? Greg, so come on. remember yeah, ahead, years
2: ago? I think it was uh the first E3 that we covered is kind of funny where we did live reactions to yeah. E3. That's I not remember. right. It was the first one in the studio.
0: Um, oh, okay, but so not the one where we down in GameSpot's war room, the one where we did our we stayed yeah. home and did it. Yeah. You know
2: what? I take all of this back. It was the first time we live reacted on camera, and it was in the first studio. But in when we first bedroom. saw, got it? Yeah, spare bedroom. We saw Spider Man and we saw gameplay, and all of us were like, "Oh man, can't wait till we actually see gameplay though." Because yeah. we didn't believe it. We didn't believe yeah. when he was breaking through that like restaurant, doing the spin thing, and like parkouring over the the different desks and stuff. We're like, oh, no way. And then to now we've played the game. That's what it was. You yeah. know, It was a lot of it like quick time action and stuff. Sure. But it felt so fluid. It felt good. The combat was so fun. They just ratcheted that up to 11. We just saw a gameplay demo here where I was just like, I can't believe this is real gameplay. And it, it happened again for a game that I, I platinumed. I, I know that game so well. And somehow this is so fresh this is so new the music is so fucking Dude, perfect that was man insane they got ganky in there the story beats i'm liking everything that i'm seeing so far from this game with the exception of not the biggest fan of this semi-generic here's the red people and here are the purple people now it's going to look real pretty there's going to be a lot of nice ray tracing stuff uh but I get that they're like trying to somewhat emulate the Spider Verse look, but not fully do it. I kind of wish they would have just fully done it if they were just lean do all this. the way in. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. super stoked about the the music because obviously, like, oh yeah, when the chat beats come in, that's so it sounds great. But I'm I'm wondering, you know, when you when you first play Spider Man on PS4, and you start playing it enough to where you realize, oh, every time I jump off, the music swells. Is the music gonna keep on dynamically sort of affecting your experience when the fight starts? If it's gonna be a longer fight, do the beats start coming in? Like, I'm just thinking about all the cool sort of programming stuff having behind the scenes that can really amplify the experience, man.
3: Yeah, for me, like my reaction to it was almost, was kind of a little bit the opposite of Tim's, but like on just on, on a different side of it of, Seeing the gameplay, I was like, yeah, this looks like Spider-Man. Like, this looks like what I played in 2018. But it was more so just a reminder of, one, that game played incredible and that game was awesome. But then, two, the way that they're, they're adding a different style to it uh, with Miles Morales and with the soundtrack and with just, like, the, the overall tone and vibe was going on in that gameplay trailer. Like, that spoke to me on a level that I didn't necessarily expect. Like I love Spider-Man, you know. I I love uh, Miles Morales. I loved Into the Spider-Verse, and even going into this, part of me was like, "Oh, what if they went full into the Spider-Verse?" And then I was like, "Well, they're not going to do that because they still have Spider-Man over here that they want to make sure the continuity is all clean, clean or, or whatever for it." But like just the fact that watching this gameplay and hearing Miles speak and hearing like hearing him feel truly Miles Morales and. uh Fresh as Spider-Man in a way that didn't make me miss Peter Parker, mm, I thought mm. was truly impressive and incredible because I love Peter Parker. I love the humor of that character. I love the witty, the witty banter that he has. Um, but yeah, Miles Morales totally sold me and got me excited for this game.
0: Yeah, uh, I thought this looked fantastic. Obviously, everything you guys have just said, colorful, uh, beautiful. I think, Tim, you nail it, right? Where the first time around we, when the Spider-Man footage dropped and everybody was originally like, oh, quick time events. And then to know what that feels like to see, especially when he was up in the air at one point, he's like, oh, no, the bus. And it was R1, 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 R1 trying to web the bus to it. Then to get in there, like I felt that energy, uh, even not having a controller, not being the person playing it. Um, as we said a little bit top level stuff right like demo started with uh, or the gameplay presentation started with right uh, miles coming back home going in coming out with Genki and then walking into basically a Christmas fair kind of thing going on it's obviously set at Christmas time uh, his mother Rio running for office it appears Roxanne going to have a big part on uh, of this they seem to have moved into the neighborhood and they are at odds with the underground a group that is un- uh, rising up and being led by the tinkerer of course classically played by Kevin Coelho in Lego Marvel. Superheroes, great too. job, Kevin! Great job. great job, Kevin. It seems like Kevin was so Thank great you, at that yes. role. Thank the you. Tinker is actually going to be played as as a woman in this it one. Makes a lot of so that's makes great. A lot of sense. So there, you, exactly. Yeah. You gave the definitive male performance. Now we need to see Absolutely. if somebody can step up. For well, that, I mean, I'm kind of I'm
1: kind of worried, Tim, or Greg, because you know you play Avengers, and it's like, oh, these aren't the Avengers that I yeah, know. Exactly. And with here, it's like the Kevin, the Tinker I know is Kevin Coelho. So I'm, exactly, I hope exactly. They, hope that works. You know? I, uh
2: sure Timothy sure Geddes, you had a question there. Quick little breaking news thing. This comes from the japanese playstation blog horizon forbidden west also coming to playstation 4 oh really that's what they're saying here they're saying uh in parallel and this is translated but furthermore in order to continue to support the huge community of playstation 4 during the transition period of generations we're working on the ps4 version of some sie worldwide studios titles in parallel marvel spider-man miles morales uh Something Big Adventure. Oh, it must be oh, Sackboy. 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 Sackboy's big, Sackboy's adventure, big Adventure. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that translation was just a bunch of shit. And uh, Horizon Forbidden West are made by taking advantage of the performance of PS5's ultra high-speed SSD and DualSense controller. But we're preparing to enjoy it on PS4 uh, when the PS5 version is released. At the same time, PS4 version will be released. If you purchase the PS4 version of these titles, you can upgrade to PS5 with a disk drive for free.
3: So, also so, coming out of uh, PlayStation Japan, they have a list of launch titles uh i'm reading this from nibble on twitter uh they have listed demon souls destruction all-stars spider man miles morales Sackboy, and astro's playroom
0: uh the the english version is up on the english bo- blog now that tim just read from there's a couple uh there's something else interesting i just saw that i want to the toss dual out here, sense is 70 dollars well, before even that, right? Uh, these newly revealed titles, along with games we've pre- we've previously shown, represent the best lineup we've ever seen in PlayStation history. Games like Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, and Demon's Souls will launch alongside the console. Our own worldwide studio's titles will be priced from $49.99 to $69.99 on PS5. Of course, Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition that includes Spider-Man PS4 is already, we know it, $69.99 um then we went through the thing you were just talking about with that and then yeah then we get into the prices here now uh oh here let me let me i'm just going to read this blind it might be old information for playstation plus members we have a special new offering from ps5 for or on ps5 uh, the playstation plus collection ps5 owners with playstation plus will be able to download and play a curated list of playstation 4 titles that define the generation they list the same one we go on there the playstation plus collection will be added be an added benefit while existing to the existing PlayStation 4 benefits that Plus members know so nothing new there and then yes they have now the slate of accessories dual sense wireless controllers will be 69.99 the pulse 3d oh, wireless headset or- with headset with 3d audio support and dual noise canceling will be 99.99 the hd camera with dual 1080p lenses for gamers to broadcast themselves along with their epic gameplay moments will be 59.99 the media remote to navigate uh, your movies and streaming stuff will be 29.99 and then the dual sense charging station to conveniently charge two dual sense at once will be 29.99 you immediately went, mm. damn. How do you feel about it? it's a seventy buck
2: controller? I mean, it's just a bummer. Like, it's the reality. I get it, it's where we're at, but that is just a, that's a high price, especially when DualShock fours, of which we have so many, aren't compatible with that system.
1: But especially it when is it is. Wage the same price for the last like fucking ninety years. Let's get that <laughs> minimum wage up. You know what I mean? Blessing. Come on, baby. Dude, I'm, that's what I'm saying, man. Pay yeah. me, Greg. no you uh, you make more than minimum wage (laughs) (laughs) go start that rumor i don't need a fucking reddit thread
2: about this the other side of that though greg can you read the uh headset bit again sure
0: uh pulse 3d wireless headset with 3d audio support and dual noise canceling
2: microphones 99.99 that to me is is interesting in the opposite way where i'm surprised it doesn't cost more and i'm a little bit worried that either it's great and it's a great deal yeah. Or it just means that it's not going to be uh, up to snuff of the quality of headset that I, I was hoping it would be with how much they're putting into to 3D audio. Yeah. Like, that's the type of stuff that, to me, is such a, like, top-level experience that I'd rather yeah, the yeah. top-level version instead of it being like, we're going to, you know, mainstreamize this. Because I'm trying to get back to what the the current Platinum headset is. And I'm pretty sure that one was 150. And that's, that's a nice headset. Is that much? Really? I think so. Unless headset? I'm wrong. So, uh, real quick, I before I
0: just want to toss this out there too. Uh, they have here on the PlayStation blog PlayStation Five launch day games from SIE Worldwide Studios: Astro's Playroom, which is pre-installed on your PS5. Demon Souls, which Demon Souls is going to retail for sixty nine ninety nine. Destruction All Stars sixty nine ninety nine. Wow. Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales, it's a standalone version forty nine ninety nine. Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition sixty nine ninety nine. Sackboy: A Big Adventure fifty nine ninety nine. Holy shit. It's so happened. you
3: got it. It's happening. We're there.
0: Yeah. 70 bucks for 70 bucks for the big games. For
3: next gen games. Son. I do no. I, I do like the range though, because that's something we I was expecting Sackboy to be a full price game. And like it seems that there's gonna be a little bit more wiggle room between games with Spider-Man Miles Morales being 50 bucks, Sackboy being 60, and then like the big high-end games being 70. I wonder if we see more of that, or if we just see like every big AAA just be seventy dollars going forward.
2: Well, I mean, to me, it doesn't sound like there's much of a range. It sounds like 50s, the new 40, 70s, the new 60.
0: Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but back to uh, this is how the show will go, by the way, as news continues to break, but we react to the things we watched and then have to react got, to this too. You got to
3: talk about the PS4 games, like the like big uh, exclusives coming out on PS4 also. Sure. I mean, I mean like we're in the mile. You were in the Miles
0: Morales. We're in the Miles oh, Morales. Yeah. Do you want I to talk about that. it here? I don't know. I mean, because it's one of this. This is one of the games, right? You can play Miles Morales on PS4.
3: I kind of expected it for Miles Morales because I've I've always had the theory that Miles Morales was originally supposed to be a PS4 game, but then got shifted to PS5. So this doesn't sure. surprise me for that. Horizon Forbidden West is the one that it's surprises shocked. me more. Like that yeah, is shocking. Hundred percent,
1: hundred percent. Especially because we got to assume the release date is so much further off than what, like, like but you don't think so Tim you think the games coming uh, well, out sooner than we think
2: at this point I don't think so anymore uh at all I think that this is a, a sign that we're getting Horizon pretty early I think even right before we uh just uh, recorded this we we're like kind of talking about oh, yeah. where we think Horizon's gonna gonna fit and like we were talking it's about spring. like you know like that May June uh area and hold on I'm trying to find a tweet from
1: Imran these things are so fun when it's all live and we're all just kind of yeah. like popping around while deep, you
2: look around
0: yeah. let me read a little I bit about know. what
1: Okay. We're having uh, fun. fun. We're going to get in the Nug Dome later. It's going to be a okay. blast. Okay.
2: Oh, oh, nug no! Dome! Great. Uh, Imran tweeted, regarding God of War, I've been hearing for a long time while the PS5's first year is going to be... Uh, that the PS5's first year is going to be comparable to the Switch's 2017 in terms of pushing hard on big software. Obviously, COVID complicates those plans, but it looks like they're still going full steam ahead on them. And when we look at that, it's like, right, can you guys imagine if they did hit God of War in 2021? Like, let's imagine that's closer to the... I don't know August or something. Oh, There's
0: there fall, right? Yeah. But
2: yeah, fall, but we're like leading into that and, and you do have the launch titles of Miles Morales and um Demon oh, right. Souls, then you you move into there. We got Ratchet and Clank Horizon, you know, keep moving on wherever Gran Turismo is, all that stuff in the the first half. Like that's that's utterly insane and, you know, the Horizon being on PS4, I think it's earlier. I think that
1: that's earlier up that's that's insane yeah. to me that's so insane to me i was I, I mean i was thinking
3: horizon fall and now that we have the god of war announcement i'm like dude that has to be spring now which is crazy
1: i would yeah that's a that's an excuse that i would have never assumed because i just in my mind i'm thinking you know horizon forbidden west this is them pulling out all the stops tech wise when it comes to like draw distance and the environments and you know just everything visually this is going to absolutely be what you need or what you use to show off your PS5 right at full power, I, I just, yeah, I'm I'm kind of blown away by that. I wonder, did they mention that's being held or worked on internally, or if that's sort of like a, a third party studio working on a port of it? Like, Sorry, did they, which one, one? Did of, it, from of the game itself? No, Horizon, it,
0: yeah. they, I mean we're getting a translation image, I think, right now. But right. they Got said it.
2: developed in parallel, which that doesn't necessarily mean it's the same people, but. Sure, uh, I, I'd way. be
1: blown away if it was the same team. If they had like all one <laughs> giant studio working on a, a a port and a PS5 version, because that takes that's a lot of work, man.
3: Seems like it's going to be more scalable, right? Like it's going to be almost like I mean, we've been talking about with with Xbox specifically, but it seems like it's translating on the PlayStation side that yeah, they're adopting more of a PC kind of model where hey, yeah, we'll we'll develop this so that it's, it's it can be scalable up, right? And we'll implement the the features that'll be exclusive exclusive for
1: PS5 like ray tracing and stuff, but Overall, it just seems like a cross-gen game. This is like a scalable down though uh, situation. Wasn't I that? Feel like you think so? That's PC, right?
0: Like, and I'm, yeah, I'm being a complete moron here, but like PC games have to run that way, right? At low res or super high, crazy res.
1: Yeah, I, I guess. I guess with every game that we've been assuming that's going to be coming out for PS4, we'd we'd been talking about, oh, oh, that'll scale up to PS5. You could just enhance the graphics and stuff. But with this one, it's the first one that we've talked about saying, oh, they're gonna have to scale back this really, really massive game. That yeah, it just I didn't guess, see. It. Uh, who yeah. knows what's been said behind closed doors? We have no fucking idea. But the idea that this game seemed like it was only going to be next gen PS5, we believe in generations, we're Sony, and also it's coming on PS4, and we got to lower out, we got to lower down the LODs and lower down. But, and like,
3: that's the, th- that's the thing that, that gets me though. And that, uh, I, it kind of turns our conversation of like, when, what, we do, what do we mean when we mean like scalable? Like, are they scaling back or are they scaling forward? Like, it all, it all is kind of semantics at a certain point. But like, when you go back to that Mark Sony talk where he's talking about how we believe in generations and X, Y, and Z, when I when I think about what or when I think about what I thought Horizon was going to be and the way they were talking about their next gen games, I was thinking about how Mark Stern was talking about how Open worlds are going to change because of next gen. Like the way you design levels is going to change because things are going to be more open. Like the way in which you you like go about solving certain problems that you have uh, in development are going to change when you when you have something that is designed exclusively for a console that has an SSD and all these features. Like they can't do that less
1: restraint. Yeah.
3: Like they can't do that with Horizon Forbidden West, right? Like Horizon Horizon Forbidden West. I'm sure will take some advantages uh, when it comes to graphics and stuff like that. But like, you know, I don't know if that game can truly in terms of like the core design around it can truly take advantage of what the SSD can do. Like we got, you might have to wait for a God of war or something from 2022, maybe before we see that fully realized. Hmm.
2: I think that's true. And I think that at the end of the day, they don't care. And they've just been putting all this stuff out as marketing mumbo jumbo, just to like build hype. And the PlayStation knows it's about the games for them. So they're just going to push the games. All this talk of like, we believe in generations. It's like, all right, do you, or is that just like a cool thing to say at the time? Because you, you weren't ready to show off the games that actually do that. And I think that's kind of shining through here. At the end of the day, doesn't really matter. They're still bringing the games in a way that I never would have expected them to go this hard uh, this early. But it is it is kind of a bummer to, to see these games also be on PlayStation 4. But especially in a COVID time, I get it. Why would Do you, you think want it's kind of a, a bummer here? in the
0: way that you think it's going to, as Blessing was talking about in the Cerny presentation, all that, you think it's going to hamper features or just because you wish it was pushing people more towards the next generation thing? Or do you think that having to make your PlayStation 5 game run on a PlayStation 4 is inevitably going to run into, well, the game could have been better?
2: I'm honestly not too concerned about that based on everything we've seen so far with like Xbox One X and PS4 Pro and how that yeah. conversation went versus how the games actually play. Um, especially if we're seeing Horizon kind of come out, uh, as I mean, as soon as it's going to be here. Um, I just think that it obviously would be more exciting for hey, here's these exclusive games built for the ground up only for next gen, and we're going to start getting that eventually. But I'm surprised we're not getting it like now. You know, this year I get it. It's a wash launch. That's totally fine. Miles Morales totally makes sense for yeah, it is. Spider-Man Two, I want that to be PS5 exclusive. You know, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't want them to design it in mind with with you know the current gen.
0: Yeah, of course. I understand. And we'll see what that actually equates out to be. Uh, IGN.com has uh, put up a link on Twitter, I should say, Twitter.com slash IGN. You can click on there. It's taking you to a landing page for the PlayStation 5 on Amazon that, at least for now, you could probably bookmark and be ready to go and get in there or refresh it or at least know something's happening over there. Uh, Speaking of all this cross-gen stuff though, I would like to read from the actual PlayStation blog, right, Uh, in the middle of our Miles Morales thing, this is what's written up about it. We're also excited today to reveal that Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales will be arriving on both PS5 and PS4. Yes, that's right. We know some of you may transition to PS5 at different times, which is why it was important to us to release the latest title in the Marvel Spider-Man universe on both consoles. The standard edition will be available digitally on the PlayStation Store or physically at your local retailer for $49.99. Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales also supports a next-gen upgrade path, So, even if you aren't ready to upgrade to PS5 just yet, there's nothing stopping you from buying a PS4 version and enjoying the game alongside everyone else at launch. While it doesn't have the enhancements made possible by the console in the PlayStation 5 version, uh, the game still looks beautiful on PS4 and PS4 Pro, and you can rest easy uh, that when you do make the jump to PS5, the game comes with you. But that's not all. We have one more surprise for you. On PS5, we are announcing the Ultimate Edition that includes a voucher code for Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. You'll be able to experience the complete storyline up until this point, which includes the remaster of the original game and all three installments of the the Marvel's Spider-Man The City That Never Sleeps DLC, so you can play the full narrative arc. The remaster for the PlayStation 5 is no simple up-res, as many of the game's art assets have been completely updated to take advantage of the PS5 console's horsepower, you'll see better-looking characters with improved skin, eyes, hair, and facial animation, including our new next-generation Peter Parker. You'll also see ray-traced reflections and ambient shadows, improved lighting, more pedestrians and vehicles stretching further into the distance, and the same optional performance mode offered on Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, allowing you to finally play the game at a targeted 60 frames per second or frame rate. Uh, We'll be supporting near-instant loading, 3D audio, and DualSense controllers haptic feedback lastly we're adding three amazing new spider-man suits new photo mode features and even new trophies for those of you looking to platinum the game all over again the marvel spider-man miles morales ultimate edition will launch both physically and digitally on playstation store for 69.99 on launch day and then they tweeted marvel spider-man miles morales will be launching on 11 12 us and 11 19 everywhere else on ps5 and guess what we're releasing the game on playstation 4 as well and then in response to all that uh tmdbn underscore eight said if i buy it for ps4 do I have to pay for an upgrade or is it free? If it's free, then can I play it on my PS4? I, I, can I play it on my PS4 launch day? If not, uh, then I'll just wait till I get a PS5. And Insomniac Excellent responds: in, in, Insomniac responds, yes, you are able to upgrade. If you buy the disc version on PS4, though, make sure you get a PS5 with a disc drive. Smiley emoji. Wait, what? So they didn't answer right. That if you if it's a paid upgrade, but the way they answer to me makes it sound like it's it going to be free.
3: Like, it sounds like backwards compatibility, right? But that's weird. So well, to me, it $10? makes me sound like
0: if you have the disc and you put in the disc, it would be—you have be to. be the
3: the digital version, maybe. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, I think it would read your disc right and have to do it that way. Again, but, we'll see. So why would sure, maybe?
2: Why wouldn't you just buy that?
0: I don't know. Maybe, and or again, it, they don't—they don't, they don't, they don't the other way around. The of if it's going you know, the other the thing, right? Because
3: you know, if right? I buy the PS5 version, it wouldn't work on my PS4. Which I I know, but if the PS4 version
2: is cheaper than the PS5 version, if you buy the PS4 version on a disc and you get the PS5 version for free, you're saving money. Right. I I mean, I've been asking
3: this question all year. I'm I'm about to have an
0: aneurysm, dude. (laughs) Wait, no, hold on, hold on. We are confusing you. You're talking about if this kid's saying if I buy the PS4 version, will work on PlayStation 5 or is there an upgrade charge, right? Mm -hmm. Greg, but bring out the whiteboard. Yeah, I know. I need it right now, right? (laughs) So, because what tim
3: is saying it makes sense like you would just buy the ps4 version so you can have it work on both your consoles right
0: or get and get it cheaper is the playstation 4 version cheaper
2: that is an excellent question that i am assuming i don't think so no the standard edition is
0: 49.99 and then the Uh, ultimate edition is 69.99 there we go even i mean even still oh
3: i guess it doesn't matter too much and i don't want to dig ourselves into a hole but even still like the ultimate edition i
0: don't think it's coming to ps4 right so there we go so i don't think so i think that's where we're going so i think we're out of it don't worry about it we cleared it we're done fine airs fine um i thought the demo looked awesome i can't wait for that i thought the music as we've talked about in a roundabout way the trap stuff that i would not be able to tell you was trap was awesome i think it had a different feel and tone and i think that was the biggest uh not concern but it was this thing of all right cool is this fully going to be a Miles' story, or is it going to feel like he's being dropped in as DLC to Peter's
1: world? And from that glance, it looks like it's very much Miles' world, which is what Absolutely. I want. See, seeing his neighborhood, seeing the Puerto Rican flag sort of like around his, uh, on his ladders and stuff like that, uh, behind his building, w- walking out in his neighborhood, seeing, uh, his mom running for mayor. Uh, I guess so. I'll, awesome! That's yeah, such a
2: such a great great call. Such a cool thing to do with that character and and his friend Genki, like making his first appearance that I've seen outside of comics. Uh, that's very exciting to I me. Mean, he's an awesome character. He's essentially Ned from the yeah. MCU movies, yeah. but uh, it's that, I was stoked to see that. But Greg, I totally agree with you that I love that we're getting in our own tone with Miles, but I love, versus Peter, but I love that this still feels like Insomniac Spider-Man world. And everything that I loved about that is still here when it comes 100%. to the way that like Andy was talking about the dynamic music. Like that made the Spider-Man experience so iconic. And to see that given the Miles flavor, but still be there. Uh especially like Andy, you were talking about walking through his neighborhood. It's like we're so used to the what New York looks like in the Insomniac Spider-Man to be on the ground level and be walking through and that there like be this like block party looking thing. It's like yeah. I'm really excited to see how much of those kind of set piece uh, moments they put on the ground even floor. Of the also dancing.
0: <laughs> even him grabbing the bus and it said Harlem on it. Right. Like that's awesome. I mean, I mean, I don't know how much everybody's paying attention to the boroughs usually. Right. But like when you're, Yeah, how many times have I fucking been around the financial district? You know what I mean? And I know Spider-Man on PS4 let us get around more, but I think the fact that they're trying to be like, no, this is Miles' new neighborhood, as they've talked about, right? Like, I want that to have a personality. I want missions around there. I want it to feel, even though it is still the same, Insomniac, Spider-Man, Marvel's New York, I want it to feel very uh, specific to him uh from there the second game they showed was hogwarts legacy this is the harry potter rpg we've heard so much about and from leaks right uh late 1800s coming in 2021 and the official press release reads like this Warner brothers games today announced hogwarts legacy an open world single player role-playing action action role-playing video game set in the 1800s wizarding world Players will experience life as a student at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry like never before as they live the unwritten and embark on a dangerous journey to uncover a hidden truth of the wizarding world. Developed by Avalanche and published by Warner Brothers Games under the Portkey Games label, Hogwarts Legacy will be released in 2021 for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 4 Pro, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, Xbox One consoles, and PC.
1: Make that money. Make that money. Really? Yeah, do your thing. This Hogwarts. Is- yeah. Hog-
0: I still have more information for you, if you don't mind. Hogwarts Legacy is filled with immersive magic, putting players at the center of their adventure to become the witch or wizard they choose to be. They will grow their characters' abilities as they master powerful spells, hone combat skills, and select companions to help them face off against deadly enemies. Players will also encounter missions and scenarios that will pose difficult choices and determine what they stand for. As the climactic story begins, yeah, players grow their magical abilities by mastering spells, brewing potions, and taming fantastic beasts. Along the way, they will uncover an expansive world filled with perilous dangers tied to the Wizarding World's long forgotten past and an unusual ability that only they possess. The open world journey takes uh, players beyond Hogwarts to new and familiar Wizarding World locations, including the Forbidden Forest and Hogsmeade Village. Fuck yeah,
1: dude. Um, yeah, this shit leaked in October of 2018. Wow! It has been so long since those first video clips leaked of your character creation of your character kind of run into a little, a a little cave or whatever the hell he was in. Um, I mean, this is kind of like a dream come true for for every Harry Potter fan. Like, I'm not the hugest Harry Potter fan now, and I am I am absolutely excited for this game to you can create your player, the idea that you're going to have this cool journey and you meet NPCs around uh hogwarts and you make friends like all that stuff is just so so damn appealing to me i'm 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 blown away by it
0: i'm the same way i reviewed a bunch of the harry potter games at uh ign when we were still there and even being a casual movie fan i enjoyed the games and so like this speaks to me in terms of going in there making my own wizard and then also having it be completely unanchored from what we already know right to go in there and have it and feel it out that seems like something really cool for me blessing tim does it do anything for you Oh yeah, I'm super excited
3: for it. I've been excited for this since the the leak and seeing the gameplay similar to Andy. Uh there the idea of a big old Harry Potter RPG, you know, like being able to create your your wizard and all that stuff really speaks to me. I'm probably yeah. on the same similar level of fandom for Harry Potter as Andy where I'm not like a super big Harry Potter fan, but I do I do love the movies. I watched all the movies and I really really like them and so I'm excited to dive back into that world.
1: Yeah, the idea of the idea that of everybody being so obsessed with still to this day of what house do you come from? Like, yeah, exactly. Such a huge cultural part of a lot of people's lives, especially, I mean, I live with Alyssa and Barrett and that, you know, every Christmas outcome, the little uh, Christmas stockings of like, here's your house and it's all about getting your sigil and everything. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be really huge
2: yeah that trailer looked fantastic it's definitely not for me but it looks like the type of game that i'm happy exists for the obvious crowd that is out there for it i know that there's so much shit going on right now with jk Rowling, and that is so unfortunate for what this game looks like it can be and should be because uh it is this looks wonderful like this looks like the experience that harry potter fans would want to get out of a a video game to just live and breathe in it like can you imagine cool greg with this shit Oh, my insane.
0: God. Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks rad. Kevin, you're the big Harry Potter fan. What would you think?
3: Dude, I'm so excited. Like, I, I can't wait to, like, see what the actual game looks like and what you can do. This it, is one of those things that, like, I didn't – I'd given up on this maybe, like, six or eight months ago. It was just <laughs> like, all right. People keep saying it's coming, but I'm not seeing anything for years now. So for it to be here, just seemingly out of the blue, God, I'm so, so excited.
1: I'm thinking about the idea of like going into the Forbidden Forest or just going out and finding things to craft and making your own potions, making it like crap, maybe, you know, creating your own spells or modifying stuff like just the amount of RPG video gameness that can impact the Harry Potter world. Like the possibilities are endless.
3: Romancing uh, a hot young Dumbledore.
1: Absolutely. Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> in the 1800s? Yeah, in the 1800s. I don't know how old he is. He was old, right? right? That, makes out. that yeah, works out. Yeah,
3: that, Matt's there.
0: Wasn't yeah. he Jude Law? In Fan- wasn't Fantastic Beasts Jude Law? Yeah, when did Jude Fantastic yeah, Beasts right. take
3: place? Yeah. In the 30s? No. no the uh, early 1900s. Well, there's a flashback that goes back even further. Is Dumbledore, is Dumbledore still there? He's a yeah. baby.
1: No, He's no, a baby no. and a wizard. His name was Dumbledore at that point. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, up next with Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War. Again, holiday 2020. Uh, the news here outside of it looking really cool and doing a Fast and Furious montage of trying to get on a giant plane and shooting people in the head and stabbing them in the fucking faces and their bo- their jaws turned into the side. Uh, is that Friday, PlayStation 4 players are going to be able to get into the alpha. It'll run the 18th through the 20th. You can start preloading it on Thursday. Uh, Andy, you've done stuff with Call of Duty duty black ops but even watching this cold war uh, trailer and demo you're like oh man i didn't this isn't like what they showed before
1: yeah i mean it's not anything that we saw in our sort of uh sneak peek of the campaign which i i feel like that's usually the case whenever you go to e3 you see something and then a, a behind this you know behind closed doors sort of presentation and then when you eventually see a YouTube video or a stream come out. It's like, oh yeah, we saw all this. This is what we all experienced. I thought I was going to have a little bit of that today, but yeah, this is a brand new portion that they showed. And I mean, Call of Duty just kills it with these sort of big action set pieces that are, you know, insane and over the top, and it's exciting. I uh, again, the modern warfare game. I feel like people just—it's so easy to sort of glance over these these Call of Duty campaigns because they're whatever you get in there for the multiplayer, but. It's a really fun 8 to 10-hour campaign that goes by super fast, and uh, I expect nothing less with this one.
0: Uh, then it was Resident Evil or Village, Resident Evil 8. Uh, just reconfirming that 2021 stuff, showing some stuff. Tim, you were surprised it was there. You said you didn't expect this?
2: I was surprised it was there. surprised to see the What Are You Buying guy back. That was what kind of buying. fun. Um, yeah, I was surprised to see it just because I – i was surprised to see it and i'm surprised to see the fact that it was here and having no like date no new information seeing it i was like oh mm-hmm. shit this is early next year and the fact that they didn't show that i mean with this fucking conference maybe it is maybe it's a launch title who the hell knows no i guess not but you get what i'm saying like there's so much more information to come from a lot of this shit. um but i th- thought this showing was way stronger than what we saw at the last event and i love how different this looks for a resident evil title like the weird kind of fairy tale looking uh flashback stuff reminded me a lot actually of Harry Potter
1: Andy yeah Uh, me and Kevin were like Deathly Hallows that's a deathly exactly yeah yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) that's kind of cool and I'm all about that for Resident Evil I don't know about all the werewolves and all that stuff and man especially coming after the re2 and 3 remake it's weird to be going back to this type of you know the, the Ethan storyline and Mia and all that stuff. I'm just, um, thinking,
1: I'm just thinking like Tim, like we're talking like the way we talk about J.K. Rowling. Like I don't know about these werewolves; they've got a troubled pass. I got my friend. Yeah, that was
0: we skipped over that with the Harry Potter thing. That was the I felt the push and pull there of Twitter of so many Harry Potter fans being like, "Oh my god, this game looks amazing!" Holy fucking shit, is it bad to be a Harry Potter fan?
2: I think Bear put that out actually. They're just like, "Oh, you know, J.K. Rowling fucking sucks." Yeah. But uh, it looked cool. I, I was like, I was definitely more into it than I was last time.
0: Okay, then next was Deathloop. We've talked a bit about this, right? But it was a, a more... We've seen this game a couple times. This is us actually getting to see more of a actual systematic gameplay of what's going on. Confirmed for Q2 2021. Still PlayStation 5 console exclusive. Uh, I pulled from the press release the synopsis that reads like this for what we saw. The new trailer takes players into the mind of our protagonist, Colt, as he seeks out, the two, he seeks out two of the eight key assassination targets, keeping him imprisoned in the time-locked island of Black Reef. Uh, arcane signature gameplay presents players with numerous uh, avenues for eliminating targets and for getting multiple targets into a single spot simultaneously uh, by finding different clues and piecing together their own perfect puzzle of death before the day resets Uh, i've been excited for this one for since launch with the pulp grindhouse like trailer Obviously, seeing more and more of it and having these two, uh, you know, assassins going back and forth in this death loop seems cool. Uh, Hearing Cold explain it today got me even more excited for this, right? Because it is so Groundhog's Day. Uh, If he needs to kill these people, he can never get this one guy to go to the same party at Alexis's house. But it's because he made a scientific discovery in the morning. So if he can get to the guy in the morning, keep the uh, uh, discovery from happening, he can then have him go to the party and get him there. I thought that was a brilliant idea. Dude, yeah, I this. really like
3: the the phrasing in the trailer they used of the the loop is knowledge and knowledge is power and that really uh, that really speaks to me in the sense that one like dishonored the setup of Dishonored is very similar to the setup in this game as far as like the hey you have an assassination to do you complete the assassination in this big level like it speaks to, speaks to that game in that sense. During our our live reaction I mentioned how it seems like they're taking cues from Hitman also. Uh what I meant by that was the fact that Hitman 1 episodic game right and the reason reason it was episodic is is because they want they wanted you to play each assassination over and over and over again and see the different ways in which you can do it and try to solve that puzzles it that puzzle in as many different ways as you can and the the way in which they emphasize the loop and like solving that puzzle and like pretty much every single every single time they've shown this game it seems like they really do want you to sit down and replay levels and be creative and like, learn, learn the loops and learn the, the trails that all the different NPCs want you to take, or the, the, all the different NPCs are taking and that you can take in order to take them out. Like it, it, this speaks to me on pretty much every single level.
2: This is similar to me with Resident Evil 8 where we've seen it before, but man, this was by far my favorite showing of this. Like When they first debuted this game at the E3, whatever year it was, I was like, oh man, the tone of this looks awesome. The gameplay stuff they showed last time, I was like, that looks cool, but... I don't know if it's for me. This, the gameplay mixed with the dialogue mixed with the just the fun of it, it reminded me of Time Splitters mixed with some type of like high score challengey type gameplay that uh Blessings talking about where it is kind of do it over and over until you you get the perfect run, but you're adding a story to that uh that includes time travel and assassination, the no more heroes angle of this like man, it's just that game is cool condensed into a video game. Like we say video games are cool, that's a perfect example of it.
3: And the arc, I, I, the arc that they're creating with the trailers too is really cool. With the second assassin, uh, assassin that I keep forgetting about every trailer, but, but makes the appearance <laughs> at the end. And it's like, hey, I'm still hunting you, bitch! Like every time she shows up, I'm like, oh snap! Yeah. Why well, I, for- I forget what is this game again?
1: Like, what's going on? Because she was kind of a uh, really uh, showcase in the first trailer that they showed uh, when when they first debuted it. This game is a game that I don't need to see any more of. Like I, it, with today's, I, I already felt like this game is cool as shit. I. I I get it right I don't really need to see any more of it I feel like the first time it sort of knocked all our socks off because of the music because of the visuals the cool sort of cutaways the the color schemes the whole vibe of the first trailer really blew me away Um, and every time since it's just like all right I just kind of want to play it like I I get what they're doing and I I don't want it to I don't want the excitement to get stale for me you know sure
0: um up next here in the rundown was Devil May Cry 5 special edition. Uh popping that. You you're the one who called it out, Tim, that there's more enemies on screen it looks like on this. It looks like just an enhanced
2: version of the game you played already. Yeah, definitely. It looked like there was like it was hard to tell if there was new areas cuz there were so many enemies on screen kind of taking up the the real estate of it all. Um but I had a tab open that is gone now, but I'm looking, we're looking at ray tracing and 120 frames per second for wow. an actual. <laughs> Can imagine that is some butter uh but yeah very cool stuff very bizarre placement in this uh presentation like that is definitely a game that you know put a tweet out capcom i don't know that we necessarily needed this uh but i do feel like that must have been some back-end business deal of all right we'll have resident evil 8 but can you also show this uh which again it, it happens so fast and i feel like certain things like fortnite and you know whatever coming up it's like yeah they had to be here like we can't Man. get mad at it
1: you mentioning 120 frames gets me really curious about how the the video and output settings are actually going to look because with Xbox, you can make, with Xbox One X, you can make your, uh you can make the output 1080p or 1440p or 4K and Sony only lets you do 1080 or 4K, no 1440p. So I'm wondering like, are we going to see 120, you know, 120 hertz as an option? Are we going to see 1440p as an option? 100. You know, we have to i hope so I we, we must is. like it, i think that if there's anything when
2: we we there has to be some type of parity between the the consoles uh with the the third-party games and all that stuff and with how much xbox is tripling down on the 1440p i think sony's gonna understand that it has to put that especially because they are
1: pushing the ray tracing and high frame
2: rate variable stuff
1: all that just don't forget us sony us 1440ps are out there there's dozens of us okay we love the we love the mid ground right we love them over on the
0: playstation blog uh for devil may cry 5 yeah they're talking about ray tracing being t- t- tossed in there the fact that you can prioritize 4k at 30 or 1080p at 60 uh then if yeah as you already came up here right uh for players who uh, prefer to allocate their horsepower to frame rates over graphics ps5 can give console players the ability to play their games at frame rates up to 125 or 120 frames per second with a compatible display of course uh which is enabled for dmc5se Uh, when players turn on high frame rate mode. The next generation visuals aren't all I'm sorry the next generation upgrades aren't all visual though in addition to the hotly anticipated fast loading mode capable by ps5's new hard drive it's seriously crazy fast uh, the hardware now also now gives us the opportunity to provide even more immersive 3d audio just wait till you hear this wait, wait till you get into a situation where you're surrounded by a bunch of hellbats uh, you'll come to pinpoint specifically where they are in relation to that uh, Devil May Cry also takes advantage of the dual sense new functionality when you press l2 to rev up Nero's exceed uh, uh, you'll be able the feel of vibrations of the engine and pull and the pull of the throttle. And thanks to the dual sense's upgraded haptic feedback, you'll feel it in your hands. The same sensation that Nero and Dante do is they wield DMC's trademark arsenal of weapons. Uh firstly, we and then they go on to like we talked about the next gen stuff. What is the other stuff? We firstly we've added turbo mode, the ability to crank up Devil May Cry 5's gameplay to a 1.2 X normal the speed. This mode has been a fan favorite
2: stop <laughs> that's
0: crazy <laughs> it has been a fan favorite ever since it was put into devil may cry three special edition that's awesome. Uh, and awesome goes on there secondly they're adding legendary dark knight difficulty difficulty encounter you know way harder and all this stuff stuff last but certainly not not least virgil uh as soon as dmc5 was announced back in 2018 the most consistent request what we got from players was a playable virgil uh when well, my boss came to me la- last year and said let's do this i knew it was the first thing we have to do to make virgil playable so apparently he's going to be there playable in this one as well not
2: a surprise at all i, I think the biggest bummer about this is it's not dmc6 like mm. showing up in this conference for what this conference actually was but yeah, yeah. this is going to be great this is definitely a game for the fans and they're going to love it
0: uh from there we saw Oddworld world soul storm again our friend lauren landing popping up to talk about this game show off all the bells and whistles for that uh anybody stoked for that one
1: no i've never been, find really it hard, been an Oddworld yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be beneficial if that gets out early enough, because I don't have a release date in front of me on it. And they didn't I haven't seen it confirmed anywhere outside it, of what they say holiday last time.
1: Yeah, just world in general yeah, 2020 is, a, is
0: all they're saying right now.
1: Oddworld in general is just sort of one of those fandoms that just kind of surpassed me like I never I I'm sure I would be had I picked it to rent back when I was a kid from the the local all hit video or whatever, but yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. never a game that I actually rented. You I've know? never
3: actually met anybody who's been like a fan of Oddworld. Like, it's, I feel like it's kind of like me and Jeff or Chem and I, where like you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's tens of us. They're out there. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sure Oddworld has a way bigger fan base. They than do than have Shep a fan Shep. base. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, but it's sure. just like I'm. I've never met anybody who's like all about been it. super into it. And yeah, told me about it.
2: Kevin, uh, really? Oh yeah. At least I, on the yeah. PlayStation. No, I,
3: I definitely do like it, but like not enough to be you know like excited for the this i mean mm-hmm. it looks a lot like the first one which is the one that i've played a billion times so yeah. that's cool
0: yeah from there then uh we moved over to five night at freddy's security breach where i gave us such a good vo uh tim thought it was part of the presentation i was very mm-hmm. proud of that mm-hmm. Great part of that uh again five nights at freddy's Cool, never been my jam. I know Andy wants to play it real bad, but other than that, no, <laughs> no, 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 dude. Uh from there it was Demon Souls remastered, uh, which just looks fucking beautiful,
2: man. Yeah, what a treat. Blue One is too talented. Uh, some uh, weird stuff here though. So mm-hmm. obviously, we heard that this, after the fact, is launching on PS5 uh, the, when it launches on November twelfth. But uh, in the trailer that is released after the fact, it now says it will also be available on PC and other consoles after a limited time. Where are you so, see that? Really? I'm and then, then they that took on the on trailer to down. .com.
1: They yeah, did the, they. That's the thing.
0: The, the trailer that they ran during the stream made waves cuz it said something about PC in it, which is, you know, not how the Spider-Man 1 ends where it's like exclusive cuz it's exclusive to PlayStation. They put an asterisk on Spider-Man and we're like uh Miles it's, it's it's the argument between PlayStation and PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 PlayStation 4. And then for this one they specifically said PC and now that trailer has been taken down as if they're maybe editing that out. So we'll have to Very wait to see what Demon Souls mean for that. But as we have confirmed live on this show, as we've been recording it, Jeff Keighley says it's a launch title. It's a launch title. Yeah. Um, wow. Then. Uh, Sorry.
3: Sorry. I, I just wanted to shout that out one more time. Because I, I. the more and more uh, we've progressed through this, pro- this podcast, the more and more information that we've gotten during this podcast that wasn't in the actual showcase, I feel like that needs to be called out. Because Blessing. Like, Blessing. I, in Blessing terms theater. of being a hype showcase, it was great. Like, it was a great paced thing. It, it had great games and a lot of stuff. But like that's egregious—the amount of information that wasn't there. And it's, it's to, good due info due to
1: time constraints, guys. Due to time constraints, they couldn't do it. But All like right, it they didn't
0: almost feel, it, it, It's it the, it, Demon it, Souls is a launch title. Like when did you? When did they make that decision? Like when the trailer ends, put it right there. Demon like like on with
1: a the Ubisoft uh, joke. It's, a Ubisoft it's
0: On topic. one hand, it feels like misinformation, but it's
3: good, good information. information. And so like, Miles it Morales doesn't make sense.
1: Launch title. What the fuck.
3: Like, if it was bad info, I would have been like, okay, this is bullshit. But this is, like, good info. And so, like, what are you doing with their showcase that this isn't
2: there? Bewildering. Word of the day
0: uh Fortnite then got its own little thing it's a ps5 at launch which we knew uh this trailer however since then uh Fortnite, i believe i saw uh, uh donald muster re- uh, quote tweeted that that was all in-game footage from the playstation 5 version uh i impressed blessing that i knew just the Fortnite noises on a black screen
1: that i was able
3: yeah to it was really before. cool i didn't Thank i was you. very shocked that you that your ears are that good <laughs> they were called the
0: Fortnite car sound
3: greg Greg and ninja greg and ninja
1: are two peas in a pod you know it's Mm
0: -hmm. true you know what i mean we both have blue hair uh
1: then we again
0: got to the playstation plus collection which again new benefit for playstation 5 god of war bloodborne monster hunter fallout uh, 4 final fantasy 15 mortal Kombat 10 uncharted 4 ratchet and clank days gone until dawn detroit uh battlefield 1 infamous second son batman arkham knight the last guardian the the last of us remastered persona 5 resident evil 7 uh playstation 4 games that will be available for download at Launch just for being a PlayStation Plus uh, member when you get your PlayStation 5, at least at launch of PlayStation 5. Again, um, an interesting thing where it's a nice benefit. Yeah, it should get you to get Play- PlayStation Plus when you get a PlayStation 5 if you didn't already have it. Or again, to say, hey, we already have a PlayStation Plus, or I should get it right now and get into it. Obviously, a smattering of great games. But this weird one that does this turn heads for people? Because again, I feel like if you're buying a PlayStation at launch PlayStation Five at launch, you're probably a hardcore gamer. I imagine you've already played most of these now, granted, I'm sure there's plenty of people who are making the jump from Xbox and haven't played these, and why not just download them and have them ready to go but again, I don't think it stacks up to it's a different it's a different direction than what they're doing with game Pass so not
1: I, I think like, it, i i'll oh, go ahead andy i I just don't think it needs to turn heads though. I feel like it's still to. just such a little small bonus thing that they didn't have to do. This isn't something that like that, we've heard rumors about. Oh, there's going to be a PlayStation Plus thing. This is going to be cool. And then this came out, and we're like, oh, we're totally kinda let down by this. Like, this is just a really cool bonus that is. I don't know. It's it's awesome. Like, I I don't really see uh, where the controversy would be because this isn't anything that they've sort of overpromised that would be bigger than it was. It's. I don't it's a think brand it's controversy at
0: all. I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to say it's a controversial thing at all. I'm just saying that it's definitely a cool thing. Yes, pay it forward and give give people more games. But it is that thing of like. Are people fucking super stoked for this? Like, Andy, are you gonna get get some of these games, or are you gonna download some of these games when they come out? Oh, Tim's got to say. Go uh,
2: Cam in seventy five in the chat says something amazing here. This is to give uh, people the most popular games that they own physical, and then bought a digital console that they can't access the library to. Well, uh, that's, that's a, actually what's gonna be my
3: point, point too. Like, it it feels almost like a make good in that sense of like, hey, you know, backwards compatibility is a thing, and like we we want to push people to digital, and so here are the games you already own, but digitally, and so you feel that's comfortable true. making that that jump
2: and my thing too is like it, it's weird where it does sony doesn't need to beat xbox in every single place i think that what like we're comparing it to game pass it's just like this is uh, some of the best games of all time some of them when we're talking about last of us Remastered, we're talking about god of war it's like these are fantastic Detroit titles. become human uh but like i think about nintendo switch online and a lot of people you know complain that it doesn't have everything and it doesn't it has a lot of faults the same way this does but for very little price you're getting so many nes games so many snes games and they're not making us buy them again this is a perfect thing here they're not making I mean, honestly, us buy this stuff uh honestly i think
3: that's the perfect that's the perfect comparison like this does feel like nes online to me but like if nes was if if it was more so like here are the best wii games or here are the best like and I, I don't want to compare it to the best wii games because i think these games are better than the actually I'm not in the yes, m- right mind are. space right now to make make no, that. No, you're You are. You're better than the best <laughs> I'm not I'm born, born, born here. Bloodborne like, is in here, man. Bloodborne like compared to Brawl, compared to Galaxy Two, <laughs> it's a it's a whole conversation. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm I'm super down on this because I want I wanted this to be something bigger. Like there haven't been like rumors, and they weren't they weren't promising anything for sure. But I think. I personally have had the speculation i know multiple of us have, have had the speculation of all right what do they do with playstation plus what does that become become with next gen do they revamp it do they uh you know do something with online do they combine ps now with that and like part of me looks at this and part of me is i, I think when i first see this i'm like all right i feel like other people own these games or played these games or have these games through ps plus already or could just get ps now and i'm sure some of these games are on ps now like i feel like there are so many other options for what this is that it isn't as exciting but the fact that it's there is still cool like i can't necessarily knock this for existing because this is going to be cool for so many people that just want to own these games
1: and and i i do think that yes even though they're saying right now that these are old ps4 games only right like i I could see sony changing up this this whole thing and and adding stuff to it later and, and changing stuff like I don't see this as a concrete thing right now. Like, set in stone, it's only going to be these titles. This is all you're going to get. Like, I totally see adding in the future. I totally see, you know, other weird titles. Maybe, you know, some other third parties and stuff go in there. Like, yeah, I, I see this as sure. an ever-evolving thing. But also There's the big first-party titles.
2: Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us Part Two. Like, I imagine that at some point they'll end up here there as well. And it's just like, then, great. The entire PS4 first-party collection for PlayStation Studios is all here. It just comes with you as a PlayStation owner. Like, that's awesome.
0: Uh, and then of course it was the news we'd been waiting the entire time for right uh, the digital version of the PlayStation 5 will cost you 399 US dollars the f- one with the disc drive $499 US dollars uh, November 12th is the release date for US, Japan, Canada, Mexico Australia, New Zealand and South Korea November 19th for the rest of the world of course there's an asterisk that says availability in each country subject to local import regulations PlayStation 5 release date for China is still under exploration and will, and will be announced at a later date. So if you're one of our Chinese listeners, I'm sorry. You will have to wait to find out when your exploration phase is over and if you're getting there. Also, thank you for downloading the show in China. Um and then the one more thing was a incredibly small tease that was amazing, of course. God of War. Uh it was Kratos saying the time grows near, uh the God of War symbol right icing over, and then you must prepare yourself as Ragnarok is coming came up on screen 2021.
2: Holy shit. There I can't believe it. I can't believe they did it. And like this is one of those things people are gonna talk about forever of like, like, oh man, it was nothing. They didn't, there's no gameplay, there's no anything. It's like just like Metroid Prime 4. And granted, Metroid Prime 4 had, you know, bad development and delays and all that stuff. But at least I know Metroid Prime 4 is coming. At least we officially know it's on the books. We know we can look forward to it. We all knew God of War Two is coming. But now we actually do. So we don't need to wait for it to be announced. It is like, cool. We are now counting down to when we're going to get the actual gameplay reveal. Uh, Herman Holst tweets out, God of War, do we have your attention? Which is just so fucking badass. But I'm going to propose something to you guys. Oh. What if this isn't God of War 2? Oh.
3: I like where you're going. What no, you it's mean?
0: like a Miles do Morales you? thing. You think yeah. that's how they got there? Interesting. I like, I like how you're thinking. I don't, I don't...
3: I don't think that's the that's the case, but twenty
2: twenty one
3: that would be fascinating. That would explain ah. a little bit of like how quick that turnaround was.
1: I I love the I love this message from Give Me the Loot, which which you know links to all of the times that that uh Corey Barlog was tweeting out where the first letter of every tweet spelled out Ragnarok is coming back in April twenty nineteen, and I think that I, I remember hearing something about that. But we just didn't really know what the fucking man. Who knows? Maybe he's just talking about God of War. Because uh, you know, they yeah, it's mm. it's interesting. Mm. I, gotcha, mm. I you gotcha. you got you, Greg. I got you, You got me good there. Did yeah. You think...
3: of... Do you think that pisses people off though?
0: If they oh, don't yeah. around, they're like, my... like well,
3: not... This isn't too."
0: <sighs> yes. Yeah. No. I mean, not if it's as good. I mean, like it, Miles Morales, right? Like that. If it's if I'm getting a God of War, Uncharted, uh, Lost Legacy size experience, fine, cool. 10 hours and spoilers here, everybody for the end of God of war, going back to your house after you beat the story. Right. Like, right. If it's, if it's us going in there and fucking fighting Thor, or if it's even just like the first battle with Thor or chasing Thor or something to that, uh, that, uh, uh, level, right. That then tees up what God of war two will be. If it's just this interstitial, that's like, Hey, it's 10 hours of you being Kratos again. And this is what cues up God of war. You know, at the end, like, you know, thor bests you and takes loki uh, atreus and shoots off into the thing right like cool like i'm down for that i'm i'd be 100 Well, percent.
3: i'd am i I'd, be into it but i'm more so speaking to the marketing of like them doing this at this conference i think told yeah. everybody god of war two. and if they come out like months from now they're like oh no this isn't two this is god of war ragnarok this is an interstitial between one and two i guess that comes down to how they would message that because i think that could be exciting especially if it is like a and now i'm now i'm my brain is going places, and I'm gonna be totally wrong about this. There's no, there's no way they're doing places. this, but, but like, what if it is? All right, God of War. We got God of War one, yeah, uh, or God of War 2018, I should say, right? We now get God of War Ragnarok, which is the follow-up to God of War 2018, and that then ties that knot. What if God of War two is then like, hey, we're going to a different uh, uh, sure. mythology, sure. and we're going to like whatever, like after. Hey. Or, or
0: kratos w- wakes up and it's like all this sand blowing in and he's got the thing over his face like uh,
1: uh no
0: no over his face like uh, uh god damn it master chief did in the that halo infinite thing that first time we ever saw it right and he walks into this town and like a donkey walks by and he takes it off and he's like i'm looking for a man named jesus of nazareth and it's fucking kratos versus jesus you kidding me? there we go that's the fucking that's the
1: yeah jesus. i mean <laughs> it, it look it's been 3 years in between both Spider-Man games yeah. and between what they're saying God I mean well I guess if Spider-Man here's, comes out this year then God of the War there'll be a bigger gap.
0: Here's yeah. a question I want to propose and then we're going to do an ad read, all right, pay some bills around here, but I want y'all to stew on this while I read it. Do you think that if this is the case, hey, God of War isn't God of War 2, it's more like Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is more like Uncharted Lost Legacy. Do you think this then feeds into that quote from Sean Layden well after he was out? It was at a gamesindustry.biz thing where he was like, AAA game development needs to change because it's taking too long to get these games out to recoup the money. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would point to, hey, PlayStation's taking that to heart with their worldwide studios and rather us get 25, 30 hour games from these people that take four years to make, we're going to get 10 hours every two hour, to two years. Now I said sit, sit, sit on it, everybody. Shut up. I said sit on it, Tim. Oh, I got a lot to say. You better have something to say when sit. we come back from this ad break. Now, here's the other question. Do ad I read break. the ads here? Do I read yes. the ads now? Okay, okay. Because yes. I'm going to do it that way so this gets up quicker, right? Oh That's goodness. the idea behind it? remember ladies and gentlemen you can go to patreon.com slash oh man it looks so small my frame let me sit up you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games if you want to ask questions we have some of those coming in hot and fresh out the kitchen uh you can of course uh, get the show ad free over there you can get the post show we do each and every episode uh but let's pay those bills right now with them their sponsors we're going to start with upstart during these economically turbulent times everyone is looking for a way to feel more financially secure so if you're still needlessly throwing money away at every month at High Interest Credit Card Debt, it's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Now is the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be and help pay off your high interest credit card debt. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. You don't need a degree or a diploma to apply though. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer a loan from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part, if the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off cro- credit cards, crocodiles, credit cards, uh, or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt and maybe crocodiles and get back to using your money the way you want to with Upstart. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to Upstart.com slash PS to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate takes only a few minutes. That's Upstart.com slash PS. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit uh, income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applica- applicants will qualify for the full amount. Again, Upstart.com slash Our next sponsor, ladies and gentlemen, it's Marvel's Avengers. Marvel's Avengers is an action-adventure game where a young Kamala Khan must reassemble the Avengers to stop AIM in a future where superheroes are outlawed. Combining an original uh, cinematic story with single-player and cooperative gameplay, Marvel's Avengers delivers new heroes and new narratives uh, on an ongoing basis for the definitive Avengers gaming experience. Assemble up to four players online, master abilities, customize a growing roster of heroes, and defend the Earth from escalating threats. Available now. Embrace your powers. Visit PlayAvengers.com for more info. All right, back to the show here, ladies and gentlemen. Do you think this is the new PlayStation? Tim, you were busting at the seams to say something. I had to throw an apple at you and say, Knock it off, Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> what do you got for me? Yeah, mm-hmm. he did say that. I'm just yeah, saying he did that, say that, that
2: personally, that is, that is a future that I'd be very excited for. I don't think that it is likely uh but I, I do think that back when uh, uncharted last legacy happened i was in the minority when it came to the conversation we had at the table but i was saying i would have loved one of those every year like different side sure. stories uh featuring different uncharted characters just going on fun adventures um and then just kind of you know iterating and adding mechanics as we go along i don't think that necessarily works for every type of game though i think for something like spider-man oh man I know we haven't played Miles Morales yet, but from everything that we're seeing, I'm like, I'd love a little bit of Spider-Man every year that uh, gets me through. Looking at something like Last of Us Part Two, that's a very long single-player experience. And I think that that game needed to be as long as it was, right? Like the, sure. what, 25, 30 hours that we're looking at there. I wouldn't have wanted to see that broken up, right? God of War, I don't know. That's one that I kind of go back and forth on that I don't know that I necessarily need that to be 30, 35 hours um, if I if I know we're going to get them at a, at a faster clip. But uh, I think you
0: speak yeah. to it, of, and I think this is something, uh, you know, PlayStation has always done with their first parties, but we're seeing it more and more now, right, is the idea of, like, what story do you want to tell and where do you need? I, I think perhaps there is this internal thing of, like, hey, we'd love shorter experience quicker. Like, we think that would be a really great way to do it. But I think if you say that to neil and i'm saying this if you say this to neil on the lead up to last of us part two they'd probably be like we're naughty dog no and i think sony would be okay with that in the same way that i bet if they had said that to sony ben sony ben would have been like no we want to tell a thing overall here i don't know if that's what's happening but for this just for right now a theory wise right if it was like hey what if we turn this stuff faster maybe for Corey and team it is like oh that actually be help us out a lot of make a smaller god of war base it around one battle or whatever you want to do it one arc of this story one act of this story and come back to it later in the same way i think for miles morales right like if even if we're not building to a spider-man 2 if i get more spider-man faster if it feels more like what we expect from spider-man comics which are of course individual issues trade paperbacks smaller experiences that all net together i'd be down for it it works for that property of course it wouldn't it work for every property
2: uh, real quick before someone else goes, Patrick Klepek responded to my tweet about this and <laughs> said, it's been in development for a while. They started pretty quickly, leading okay. it to be, this is a full sequel, which isn't a surprise.
0: Well, of course. You know, Scoops has been wrong before, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, I, blessing, when I proposed this, you said, I got a lot
3: to say on this. I like the idea.
0: <laughs> Move on. Next up. I,
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> I, 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 had a, I had a tweet uh, recently where I said that, like, I think... I think the world would be a better place if every game could be 30% shorter or like every big game could be 30% shorter and by result cost $10 less and like I know that's like a per, like a perfect theorized world that I live live in that isn't actually reality but <laughs> I think what we're talking about maybe crawls toward that a bit of like yeah what if we could play around with that range that what is now the $50 to $70 range of pricing for big games and yeah, have games come out quicker. Like we're talking a lot about Uncharted Lost Legacy, and uh I guess you would probably feed in Infamous First Light with, with this too. Yeah. Um, along with Samara Band Miles Morales and it theorized like what could be a God of War Ragnarok interstitial game. But we can even bring in uh Ghost of Tsushima Legends, which is still coming out this year, which is the most sure. clear Ghost of Tsushima, which is of course, like it's it's serving as DLC for Ghost of Tsushima, but it is going to be its own experience, and it is uh Sucker Punch. Being weird and being like yo let's let's try out this thing and see what works it, it feels almost like a combination of what we think of as old experimental playstation or not even old like let's say ps3 era experimental weird playstation mixed with the modern era of hey let's make let's make hit after hit after hit playstation yeah it almost feels like the baby baby of those two in terms of let's give our developers the creative freedom that they want and give them the ability to experiment while at the same time do, doing work with the ip that we know that sells and we know that people love i think that's a beautiful thing i think that could also be uh an indicator of what maybe the naughty dog Us part two multiplayer mode could end up being right because that wasn't included in the game they announced that hey no we're we're making this as its own thing you know is that last list is it not like what does that look like does that allow you to then be experimental and have your own uh vision for your thing like i think all that is beautiful and all that could serve to be almost the counterpoint of our conversation that we had a while ago on PSLW of does PlayStation take enough risks? Um, because, like, I know our, we kind of landed on, like, yeah, what what does risk mean? Like, what, what kind of risks are we talking about when we talk about risk? Is Ghost of Tsushima a risk because of the setting and all this different stuff? But in terms of, like, structuring a game and in terms of trying to define what makes a first-party catalog the best it can be, like, yeah, like, messing around with different uh, different scales and also allowing allowing for more games to be produced not necessarily having this four-year period between sequels, like all this seems like it benefits everything, and so I could I could see this being the future, and I'd be down with it.
1: I don't I need mean, do like to add to this. You I don't, don't like, like it? it. I, I want. I mean, the, 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 uh, there's always there's a bunch of different sides to this, right? Um, I think about employees being. I want them. I want the employees to be employed as long as possible, right? If it's going to be a four to five year game. You want that sort of stability right uh depending on what you're gonna move on you know if you have a next project down the pipeline or whatever but i there there's still something really special about a big 25 to 30 hour chunky you know big story that is gonna you know make you remember it for years to come and i feel like god of war is that and i feel if it's anything less because we've already had it. That's the thing. Like, the fact that we've already had this long, epic God of War game, the fact that we've already had this long, epic Last of Us 2 game, anything less is going to feel like a lesser product to me. If it is less hours, I will feel... Uh, Did you know, feel that way with Lost Legacy? I'll feel... Well, I mean, I still look at Lost Legacy as, oh, a side a side project. I still look at that as a side project. Um, but, the you know, first off, they got to be... They can't be 70 bucks, right? Like... These, mm-hmm. if they are going to make them shorter experiences and still justify and still try to pay, uh, charge it at the seventy dollar price, that is not going to work out. I don't think. Like a, hey, you can do it, but people are going to be pissed. You know, I don't know. It's well, weird. I'm
3: I'm speaking more so more so to variants because like the way I have it in my head when we talk about what could be God of War Ragnarok leading into God of War Two is like, all right, yeah, we got God of War 2018, that was sixty bucks full price game. God of War Ragnarok let's say compared to the 30 hours we got from God of War 2018 is going to be a 15 hour campaign we're going to charge 50 bucks for it instead of 70 bucks and that'll then lead into let's say 2023 when we get or 2024 maybe when we get God of War 2 which goes back to like the full all right you get a you'll you'll get your your full campaign full price experience like I, in my head I'm thinking of it as like a back and forth kind of thing of here's one here's 1.5 here's two here's 2.5 and that obviously like change from developer to developer in terms of how they want to do it but
1: yeah i guess guess we have been proven wrong i mean well we haven't played miles morales yet but Hmm. i you know the first time it was sort of debuted and the rumors were that it was a smaller uh title it's going to be not a full-length campaign you sort of start to get the feelings of ah is this the side team working on it what's going on with this title is this just sort of something to give you more runway for the next big title that you're coming out with um but miles morales looks like it's going to you know sort of be a lot more than what we thought it would be so i don't know let's
0: pivot this question uh obviously based on what we've already covered and then this uh, thing from scoops Klepik over there about it's been in production let alone i i was reminded in actually the youtube comments i was just looking at on our video for our live reactions that Corey bar like had already been on record saying the next one wouldn't take as long as this one or the first one however kebabs writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can right now to still be part of the show and says do you think god of war is in 2021 because it'll also be available on ps4 do you think when do we see this hap- end? If if right now we're talking about Spider Man Miles Morales, PS4, PS five, Horizon, uh Forbidden West, PS4, PS five, is God of War in 2021, PS4, PS five. No. You think this gonna is gonna the fir- yeah. is this the first big one you think that cuts it off?
1: I, I uh maybe I'm gonna say yeah. it is. Um also on PS4. Yeah. Sam? Yeah.
3: Cause I think I, that's how you turn it around so quickly like I think I think they already have the the bones for it. Let's take those those bones and make it make a new game that can probably run on PS4 but will take advantage of the PS5 through ray tracing and all the ways that we know it can.
2: I just don't see them like I if this game is 2021, if it hits that, I don't see it happening until towards the end of the year and I don't see them putting out a PS4 game towards the end of the year. I look at Horizon and knowing it's on PS4 makes me think it's going to be earlier in the year. Now, all that could be incorrect uh hypothesis and then then it's all out the window, and anything can happen. But I, I think that the, with the the games that they already talked about, they would have said that uh, uh, in the the PlayStation blog post that mentions Horizon. I
0: don't know if they would have, right? I, I, honestly, I think not. To you know, borrow uh, Paris's conspiracy theory hat from earlier on. It might very well be. Let's see how it, PlayStation Five sales go this first year. And if they, if they, cause I mean, not that it's easy. I'm not, there's not a port button, obviously, but if it is something as simple as, you know, you're working off the architecture of what already was the PlayStation 4 and you're not there, you can withhold that information. And then when you get closer it'd be like, all right. And closer being, you know, nine months out or whatever, be like, maybe we make a PlayStation 4 version because there are so many in the wild. I'd like to believe there won't be because I do at some point, I, And I say all this based on what has always been true before. And I think as, you know, we've looked at the way Xbox has changed their console life cycles into an ecosystem. And you see even what PlayStation's doing here. I'm speaking in an antiquated way that I don't know if it holds up anymore. But I'm always I'm always ready when I get the new console for the games to catch up to it. Right. And just be on that. So they're the best experience on the newest box. But if that isn't a holdback, as we'll see with Horizon, right, as we'll see with everything that's going on with Xbox being able to be played on Xbox One still, maybe that's not the case. I don't know. But I I would lo- want to hold that hope that, yes, God of War is only on PlayStation 5 because then it'll be the best u- uh, version of it. It'll be using the most bells and whistles. Like, I'm going to be fascinated when we get Miles Morales to see what it looks like on PlayStation 5 and what it looks like on PlayStation 4 and what the load times are and all the comparisons there.
1: Yeah, I could, I could. I mean, I could definitely just see this as a – Uh, A higher-res version of what, especially with how early they started working on it. Like, I don't know when they finalized how the SSD works with the PS5 and how they can properly take full advantage of it. And I just got to assume that they, you know, started working on this sort of as soon as God of War 1 was done. And, uh, yeah, similar to kind of, I I think, uh, how we all felt about Breath of the Wild 2 getting announce like oh yeah they're going to use the same sort of structure and same like blessing said the bones of breath of the wild one and make a sequel from there the a lot of the assets are made a lot of the world is made you know how do we you know what else are they going to add to it
0: yeah we'll see i got another question here this one's from evan m uh hey ps i love you xoxo crew i'll be straight to the point did ps5 just win the all digital edition only did, oh, did PlayStation Five just win? Period. Sorry, with the all digital edition, only one hundred dollars more than the Series S. For one hundred dollars more, you get uh, two times or two X GPU power, two X uh, faster SSD, double RAM, two X RAM bandwidth, eight K r- resolution, more storage. Look, KLC tosses in
2: there uh, better games, but we're gonna toss that out because that's I'd say, I'd, not I, yes. PS Five just won, but guess what? So did Xbox. There are now multiple games being played. And I think that Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation for the first time ever are winning in each of their lanes. I think that it's silly to compare them. They're different things, doing very different
1: things, putting out different types of games and different types of services.
2: This yeah. one for PlayStation fans.
1: I, I don't I don't think the the digital edition of the Xbox Series S is looking to even try to compete with what the PS5 digital edition is i think it's a totally different machine it is supposed to be a a sort of smaller uh less powerful if you don't not everybody has 4K TVs not everybody even has the tech to sort of go along with these bigger more powerful machines i i, I agree with tan they are different audiences so i i don't think that either of them won i think they're just all you know everybody gets a little pat on the back from me greg
0: oh wow that was nice of you a nice participation award this yeah. is what's wrong with your generation <laughs> you know what i mean whoa Wait. <laughs> <laughs> aren't we in the same generation <laughs> oh, i don't want to air I mean. did, uh, did
3: you guys see this tweet from aaron greenberg by the way yes yeah. i was
0: about to bring that up right yeah that aaron greenberg uh did a quote tweet of the xbox news reddit and xbox news reddit it, it, aaron greenberg's quote tweet is the eyes the text is confirmed and this is not aaron greenberg this is a, the xbox news reddit account here confirmed xbox is now the console with the most games confirmed to be next gen only console exclusives and the list read as dust falls avowed Everwild, fable forza motorsport uh the gunk the medium <laughs> I can't believe there are two games I just read. Uh, Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis, Scorn, Senuous Saga, Hellblade 2, Stalker 2, State of Decay 3, Warhammer 40,000 Tide.
2: It's ridiculous, man. Marketing is a, is a bitch and a half. So silly, so stupid. I don't understand how PlayStation could have possibly bungled it this bad for a bunch of words that at the end of the day don't matter at all.
3: I mean, Tim uh, said it best. Marketing is a bitch and a half because, like, How's that? How's that possible? That like, ev- like all the big first-party games get for PlayStation coming up now, seem to be on PS4. But like the whole the whole messaging we've had up to this point has been the opposite from both companies, and they have somehow sure. flip-flopped in a way to where yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same, as it's, the same as it's always been.
2: Cool. Cool. <laughs> Congrats, guys. Man, Good job. Maybe,
0: well, maybe this is the time where we all learn our lesson. You know what I mean? Just don't believe them as far as you can throw them. Uh kind of me with smart delivery. Brandon writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, and this is an interesting topic of discussion. Do games being cross gen mean that next generation hasn't officially started? If so, when does next generation actually
2: start? Tim Geddes. It started. This is what next gen is. Yep. Kevin, what's next gen about? Convenience. It's Thank you. It's about convenience, and that's what we're getting here. It's the convenience to play the games that you love in the best way for you, whether that means cheap and via the cloud, whether that means with all the rays traced at once. Are we like, about to tra- like transition to an ad read? What's going on right now? <laughs> no, been, Speaking been, of convenience, <laughs> let me tell you about DoorDash. <laughs> I've just been saying this like countless times on Games Daily and other shows. It's like Next Gen is totally about convenience, and I think that when we look at the games coming out now, it is continuing the trend of what the big guys have been doing on the microsoft and sony side like forget microsoft for right now just talking about sony they have delivered every single thing i could possibly want from a playstation 5 over the last year for this any title any sequel that we wanted announced they've done it like when we if we were to look back to our prediction topics a year and a half ago about what we want to see from the playstation 5 reveal event if we would have gone back in the past and tell you, "Hey man, God of War 2, Horizon 2, Spider-Man, or like whatever, the 2s, let's take them away." It doesn't matter. There's a, a new Ratchet and Clank, Gran Turismo, all this it's like it, everyone is here. This is like the Smash Bros character roster but for the PlayStation Studios lineup. Like and that's and Demon Souls, all of that stuff. We're getting all of that seemingly in the first year. Like that is utterly insane. If that's not next gen, like I don't I don't really know what possibly can be
0: it's a great point convenience <laughs> convenience <laughs> kevin yeah kevin sounds like he's in a cult like and tim just got him he's he like he, it, but he's still the job he, kevin's kevin. still in that point where he's he's not bought into the cult tim's still like grooming him to be in the cult final <laughs> question i want to do here uh comes from tom oh, right? and oh, let everybody gets the all right.
1: rest hold on demon Souls not coming to pc closing Up side there? slide was a mistake mm. says, Who uh, says this? uh comes from Kotaku, but Nibel. um a it good ad. thing together.
0: The final comment before I just want to, if they you all know, pass it around. So if you have anything else burning, you want to say, uh, comes from Tom. Tom says, not a question, but bless. I'm the biggest Oddworld fan. Haha. So there you go. Tom oh, is one of those go. people you didn't know about. Blessing that really <laughs> likes Oddworld. Now, is excited. For is, what's
3: his name? Todd. Tom. 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 I'm going to need you to stand up. Uh, go to your bathroom. Look in. Look in the mirror and ask yourself,
0: <laughs> Do I really exist? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my god
0: uh boys any final thoughts on the playstation 5 reveal showcase
1: i can't wait man i, I want to get ready, my pre-order in go. right yeah. now let's go yeah demon soul spider-man it's so close man Dude, it is
3: harry so close. potter final fantasy 16 it was a great showcase uh and i'm really excited assassin's creed
2: cyberpunk Watch Dogs. all these games like this launch is gonna be insane Fuck. what's next
1: <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. The real one. Come on now. Yeah. Uh,
0: Avengers PS5 upgrade that I'm sure won't break everything. uh Worth pointing out right now in the chat, somebody said they just pre-ordered theirs from Game, and I have seen people uh, with AU Game Stops saying that they're able to get there. So it is starting internationally to go. I'm sure if you keep your eye on Twitter, you'll see it when everything else is going. Uh, keep your eye to the ground your ear to the ground i don't know i've been talking for like 19 hours in a row ladies and gentlemen this is PSI love you xoxo remember that each and every tuesday blessing and i come together to nerd out about all things playstation if you like that there's good news you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games to be part of the show to squad up to get your psn name in you can even watch us record the show a whole day early live each and every Monday afternoon. However, if you have no bucks tossed our way, it's no big deal. You, of course, can go to youtube.com slash kind of funny games. You can go to podcast services around the globe each and every Tuesday morning to get an episode. Of course, it doesn't have the post show. It does have ads, but it's still... A dang good time. Shout out to, at one point, I know we had something like 12,000 people watching us here live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Remember, if you are one of them, we are kind of funny games. And every morning at 10 a.m., we are live with kind of funny games daily on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Even if you're listening to this podcast later and you don't use Twitch at all, I bet you have that Amazon Prime subscription that you're about to use to get your PlayStation 5 pre order. Why not head on over? To twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, link up your Twitch and Amazon accounts and use that free sub you get through Prime Gaming to give us that 30 day sub. It helps us out quite a bit. And if you don't use it, you lose it and Amazon laughs at you. Gentlemen, the next generation is here, whether you want to believe it or not. Thank you for taking this ride with me.
1: Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. having me.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.